It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah! Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin', homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that. Competition is missing, you know they died off. Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss. You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go. Another episode right now, start the show. Welcome. To another episode of Boot to the Face, episode, what episode is this? 211, I think. Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch.tv, powered by FullPressCoverage.com, where I'm sure they got a lot to say about what took place this past weekend, but we ain't talking about any of that negativity here, EJ. We're just here yeah. to talk about wrestling. We don't want to talk about that shit. What happened this weekend? No, you talk about. Nothing happened this weekend. Right now, uh, you ain't two eleven. Ain't that the, the high reserve? Still reserve? Yeah, that high gravity shit. Yeah, that's the name of this episode. You ever drank that shit? Man, let me <laughs> tell you. Back in uh, back in college, like oh, I, I drank beer back in high school, but not like that. So I'm like, this is gonna be like regular beer. Let me drink this high reserve, boy. I was drunk off my ass, man. <laughs> yeah. We oh. call it junkie juice. When uh when I first got at a well, how old was I? I can't remember how old I was. I know I was like it was after high school and I was like working, you know, like dead end jobs and shit. And then I started welding. I didn't have a lot of money. And you could buy a you buy a twelve pack of two eleven steel reserve for like six bucks. So whenever I go to like parties and shit with my buddies, I just go get that because like 
I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't really like beer. And I drank that shit for like two years. So then when I started welding, got a little money. You know, I graduated to like a more sophisticated beer, Miller Lite, you know. Miller and Coors Light. That's what I started drinking. And one day I randomly was like, I'm going to buy a 12-pack of this 211 shit. That shit sat in my refrigerator for like a year and a half. I took one drink of that shit. I was like, how did I drink this? This is the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever had. Now I don't they even get, know how to describe it because like, yeah. I revisited it too like six years ago. I'm like, let me try this again to see if I like it. It tastes like ass. It tastes, it tastes okay. like some kind of chemical, like a, like some kind of acid chemical or some shit like that. Like, it tastes like a battery. If you could fucking <laughs> melt down a battery and serve it as a beer, I figured that's what a battery would taste like. And now they got like different flavors of it, like pineapple and watermelon. We sell that shit a lot at my job. Somebody's keeping them in service. Yeah. I guess the bum on the corner. Well, I, I, you know, not to be any type of way, but the demographic of, like, if I work north of Atlanta, everything is pretty much like IPAs and, you know, like real douchebag beer, right? Like up here in the suburbs and the, the richy rich neighborhoods. But when I go, like, across the street from the stadium and you get out the truck and it's like nothing but weed, Chances are you're delivering nothing but like Steel Reserve, Colt 45, uh, hams, shit like that, like the real cheap beer. And so, yeah, people are keep. I mean, I remember we had a friend in, in our neighborhood in high school who was like eight, nine years older than us. And he was like living with his aunt. He moved down here from Maryland. He would always take a dollar and go buy a 22 ounce of ice house. It was like his thing every day. I just got to get me a 22. Those kind of people keep that shit in business, little cheap ass beer. You know, you know what it tastes like. It tastes like if you left beer outside, put it back in the refrigerator, and then added like a bunch of sugar in it. Looks like it tastes like beer that has sugar added in it. It's gross. It tastes like ass, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck it tastes like. It tastes like straight ass. Um. We got a lot of wrestling to go over. We got to predict Royal Rumble and recap Raw 30. Um, Let's start back with AEW because I feel like this new format, I always leave AEW out. So let's just, what we'll do is we'll start back and see what happened on Wednesday and Friday of last week and talk about that if there's any news in it. What did you think about AEW? Did you watch last week? Yeah, I watched. It was good. I don't, I wasn't as intrigued with it as I was uh, a week before last when we were at LA. The Fresno crowd was okay. Um, I'm trying to think what matches were there last week. Oh, top flight beating uh, the Young Bucks. That was good. Yeah, that is a. Uh, I you know I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have thought about it. I thought about it at the time. I was like, wasn't they on your uh, superstars to watch this year? They were. And right out the gate, they come out and fucking beat the Young Bucks fair and square. Hey, call me Nostradamus. Uh, the other thing that happened on AEW was the heel turn with Tony Storm and Soraya. And I don't know if this is the name they're going by, the AEW Outsiders. If they are, I like it. Like, I feel like they should get Kevin Nash's blessing and just fucking... Use the logo, like all that shit. If they're gonna do that, I don't like the storyline, but I like the name. The outsiders, like 
One of them should have a fucking toothpick in their ear and their mouth all the time. <laughs> like, just be fucking sleazy, Scott Hall. Uh, how you feel about this storyline? You think it's going to bring more intrigue to the women's division? Maybe. It depends on how it ends. Like, we all know AEW isn't quite fluent with their storyline. So if, like, they only focus on it for, like, two weeks and then get away from it, then it's a waste of time. But if they actually have a direction on where they're going to go, they bring other outsiders in, and it will work. And we know the elephant in the room of the biggest outsider they could bring in. You mean focus on the storyline and forget about it like Jade Cargill and Lil Bow Wow? I forgot about that. It was another one. I think they forgot about it, too, because this is the first time I've heard anybody talk about it. It was just now when I did. <laughs> but, yeah, um, where do you think they're going to go with that storyline? I don't I don't know. I was thinking about it. And like, so Tony Storm and Soraya are heels, but they would be fighting Britt Baker, who's notoriously a, a, a heel. Jamie Hayter's a heel that gets cheered for. There are no big baby faces in AEW that are women. Jay Cargill's a heel. Are they going to turn her face and have her like beat the shit out of them? Is that where, because she's not losing the title anytime soon, right? So that'd be another layer of her. Like she stands up for AEW. And then people start cheering for her. I mean, people are kind of already cheering for Jade. You still got a couple losers out there, but most people like Jade. Um, I don't know. There, there's a million ways they could go with it, but I just, I don't think they have the, I don't think they have the roster to do it. Like, no, like there's people that I like watching, but nobody's like intriguing enough to me to be like, oh shit, this will be dope. So what I heard, I didn't read this. I heard it somewhere. I can't even remember where I heard it from. That they may be building towards a uh, woman's blood and guts. So that would be a good culmination if they're trying to go towards that. You could uh, wrangle up four, uh, five outsiders. They're gonna do five on five. You got those two, uh, Ruby, Ruby Solo, Dina. Russo is a face, like you said. Uh, you have to find like a heel, and then you can have if they do end up bringing in uh, Mercedes, she could be like a tweener. And then who they're gonna fight? <laughs> you just made the team up, but who they're gonna fight? What uh, your girl Jamie Hater, Britt Baker? You got bring up a, a up and comer like Sky Blue. And then maybe have like a twist at it where this is where you finally break up Brit and Jamie Hayter. They got plenty of original AEW originals. I feel like you come up with better ideas than most AEW storylines, and that does not inform me what you just said. So I have no, I have zero confidence AEW is gonna make this intriguing. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it an honest fucking try. But I have no faith in them to. Make me intrigued with the storyline. We have to see how it plays out. I mean, they don't even know how to book women's champions. Every time a woman wins the championship, they they like they cool them down. Thunder Rose, red hot. She wins the title, nothing. Britt Baker, red hot. Wins the title, nothing. Jamie Hayter, red hot. Wins the title, nothing. I mean, you don't like Jamie Hayter's title run so far? She hadn't done anything. She's literally like standing next to Britt Baker every time. Britt Baker does all the talking. I like Britt Baker's title run. 
like I said many times before, it's hard to uh, do a compelling storyline with a face champion. It's all about the chase. But Britt wasn't a face. She's a heel. That's what I'm saying. I like Britt. I like. I feel like Britt's had the most strongest title run out of all of these title holders. I don't know. I I stopped giving a shit about her like a month into her title run. I feel like they win the title. The women do, you know, and then you don't see them on TV for like two weeks. Meanwhile, the men win the championship. They get to come out and hold like a 30 minute fucking promo in the middle of the ring. Mox was treating that title like it was a TV title defending every week. Right. But like, has Jamie Hayter even had a fucking one on one match since she's been champion? Uh, that I have no clue. <laughs> I know she's done tag team matches, but since she won the title from Tony Storm, I don't remember. She may have. I don't remember her having a one on one match with anybody. And there's the problem. Well, that's what happens when you only have three hours of TV time. People get lost in the shuffle. But this is your main women's champion. You can't lose her in the shuffle. She is the fucking shuffle. <laughs> like you can't get her lost in it. There's. There's like six people that AEW should be concentrating on. Their world champion, their TV champion, their women's champion, their women's TV champion, and their tag champions. That's that's five X right there, right? Then you got the trios champion. And then if you want to throw Orange Cassidy's belt in there, you can. That's seven things that between Wednesday night and Friday night should be focused on every week. And I feel like... I feel like the majority of the focus is just on like the main men's titles. So if you had the pencil, how often would you book Jamie Hayter to wrestle one-on-one without oversaturating her? At least once a month because their pay-per-views are three months out, right? So put her on TV, wrestling a, a match once a month, build somebody up on all these YouTube shows you got or on rampage, right? Like the same way Britt Baker did, have them moving up the fucking ranks and then let Jamie whoop that ass every month. And then have the third month, you have somebody like, I'll just say Athena because she's got a name, right? You have somebody like that come up the ranks where it's a pay-per-view match. But then you do like Sky Blue week one. You do like uh, Willow week two. You know, she's defending against these people you know aren't going to win. But they're getting the rub by being in the ring with her because she's the champion and having a not necessarily a 50-50 match, but like a good 10-minute match. Hey, that'd be the smart way to do it. I mean, it's all, well, she won it back in November. So it's only been like a month or some change. They still got time to like write the ship, but I don't have faith in Tony Khan will. <laughs> right. But, I, I, we're going off yeah. history. The greatest predictor is history or some shit like that. You know how the quote goes. I don't fucking know. But the greatest predictor of the future is history. I just made that up, I think. I, I paraphrased however the quote really goes. I just hope they don't mess it up with Jamie Hayter because she's still pretty white hot, still over with the fans. So I'll give it time and see what happens with it. I'm here for a heel Tony Storm. Tony Storm's got a heel look now. Now that she's like, you know, me and Marty used to talk about it. She kind of changed her body around. She's cut her hair. She's not so, like, goofy and quirky looking when she comes. Now she looks like a fucking sleazebag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And I mean that in a good way. Like, But now she looks like she would cheat and fucking do dastardly shit to you. I like it. I think they should go with it. You got a little leather jacket on. She needs to get rid of Soraya. Soraya's just, she ain't it. 
I like I like that they're both heels now, but it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, where did this heel turn come from? It was like we missed a couple weeks of TV. Like, all of a sudden, it went from them fighting Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter to turning heel in one week. There was nothing that happened in between. Again, unless I'm not paying attention to their social media and YouTube and all that shit. But as far as on TV goes, they missed some shit. And where does Akaru Shida come in and mix all of this as well? I don't get, like, what kind of role they have for her and all of this. I am intrigued by that, though. She's got to go with the originals, right? I don't know. She, I wouldn't fucking let Saraya keep talking crazy to me while I'm holding the kendo stick, though, if I was her. (laughs) (laughs) Bop it upside her head one good time. I bet she'll quit yelling at you. I won't be the only stick Saraya's taking to the face. (laughs) We're going to keep it PG. That was out of nowhere. (laughs) I wasn't ready. Um, Anything else on AEW of of relevance besides family therapy with the the ass boys and the acclaimed? Mm, I don't know where they're going with that one. The claim is still hot, but get the ass boys off my screen. Yeah. Um. Brian, he, Brian Danielson and Bandito, that was a banger. Man, Danielson's like, I'm like, I'm not going to watch this match. And then I'll start like kind of getting ready to fast forward and I'll end up watching it every week. I'm like, I don't I don't care about who he's wrestling right now. And then he makes you care about it because he's just like, it ain't WWE Daniel Bryan. Like, he's violent as fuck now. And I like it. Stomping people's heads in. Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, I'm glad they're heating them up, though. You know what's going to happen at uh, Revolution. You know, MJF ain't dropping the title. Be nice if he did, though. Throw people off Throw people off a little bit. You wouldn't expect MJF to finally get the title and then lose it, like his second defense, so quickly. I, I actually think that they haven't had a, uh, a transitional champion yet. I mean, I guess you could call Moxley that because he kept winning it and losing it, but you can call punk that too. <laughs> <laughs> call punk a lot of shit. Um, yeah, uh, but with uh, Brian Danielson, I don't think he wants to be champion. To be honest, I just think he wants to have good matches and put people over. Because I think they should have put it on him when him and uh, Mox went for it when it was vacant. So I don't think he wants to be champion. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he needs to be changed. He's to the point now he doesn't need the title. It's AEW. They're still they're still relatively young. He doesn't need the title. Just him being there is 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 pretty decent for them. But him being there putting on really good matches and then you know, MJF should beat him fair and square. I know Hills aren't supposed to win fair and square. MJF definitely ain't the one to win, but fucking let him cheat to get a couple falls in the Iron Man match and then it's an Iron Man match, right? Or is it a... Mm-hmm. It's an Iron Man. Yeah. Let MJF cheat to get like one or two falls at the beginning and then let him win the decide and fall fair and square. That's a good way to go with it. That way, Danielson still has a gripe that he cheated for the first couple falls, but MJF could be like, yeah, but that third one <laughs> beat your motherfucking ass. Yeah, we're going to really see whether or not MJF can go because he's good in the ring, but when you think of MJF, you don't think of a mat technician. So this is going to really test his mettle to see what he has. I will say, and I'm not the biggest MJF fan, but 
when he does wrestle, it's not like he holds his own. I mean, I can't name a match and be like, that's my favorite MJF match ever. But also while I'm watching, I'm not like, this dude's the shits. Like he holds his own against really good people. He's been in there with, he's been in there with really good people too, though. You know, you're going in there with Cody and Jericho and Moxley and Punk, the best of the best of the best. So of course you're going to look good. But then him and Ricky Starks killed it the other night. Yeah. MJF is nothing to sneeze at in the ring. SmackDown came and went. Uh, a lot of bloodline stuff intertwined in there. I don't think there was really any other news besides Roman getting mad at Sami Zayn. Um, what do yeah, you think I'm, about that whole skit? You talking about the uh, the trial? No, nah, not the one from Monday. The one from Friday. I I like the contract signing. I know. Uh, in our Discord, which y'all should go follow, check the link tree up there to the left. You can't click on it, but go to the link tree. Our Discord's in there. You were talking about how you didn't like how KO just came out and destroyed the whole bloodline. And I'm kind of with you, but I'm also on the side of, like, he ambushed him. He had the upper hand, hit Roman with a stunner that took him out. I didn't like that he just, like, threw Solo over the top rope and he was out. But then, like, all the super kicks to the Usos and shit like that. It made sense. They they did it well enough to where he snuck attacked them and then he he had the high ground when the Usos kept trying to jump in the ring. And then he had Roman all himself and he whooped Roman's ass. <laughs> Beating up three people is pretty unbelievable, but four in real life, after you got like the drop of one, all four of those would have swarmed on you and packed your ass out. I didn't like it. They couldn't get back in the ring. Every time they Why? tried to get back in, he super kicked them. I don't know. Like you said, I didn't like what they did to Solo either. Yeah. That's the only part I didn't like, but I mean, that's, you know, it's wrestling. I watched Sting fucking drop a baseball bat and beat up 20 dudes with his hands. So, (laughs) I think KO can take on fucking four members of the bloodline every now and then. It ain't like it happens a lot. Like, normally he ends up with his ass kicked, you know? So, every now and then he's got to get a little shine. True. Um... Also on SmackDown, they had the tag team tournament. What do you think about that so far? I fast forward that. What? You're not intrigued by the tag team tournament? No. The thing that intrigues me, though, is they are separating the titles a lot more now when they talk about these things. Like, uh, what's your boy name? Oh, Dominique and uh, Dominic and what's their name? Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Judgment Day said, we want the red titles. Like, we want the raw titles. And now this tournament is for the SmackDown titles. So now they're starting to fucking, like, separate the titles now. Like, yeah, you got both of them, but you got to defend both of them, too. And I think they're doing that on purpose because Roman's not defending both of them. And that's probably how they're going to get one of them off of him without him losing. That seems like the way they're trending towards. But, yeah, I think... uh... They're really trying to prop up the, the SmackDown titles by having a whole tournament for it. Yeah. I, they, mean, they, I don't see I don't see the winners of it winning the belts though. No, <laughs> I, feel I like mean they're they, still training towards uh, WrestleMania. They got Drew and 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 Sheamus as a team, right? 
Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only quote unquote legit team I could see winning, but they're not even a fucking team. I know. They cut they try to call them the the banger bros. That's a little bit too close to another. Bang type bros, of... yeah. <laughs> they, they, I think they did that on purpose. Of course they did. But yeah, they're the only people that you even think of maybe even winning that tournament. Because uh, where you have like Los Los Lotharios, they got eliminated. Yeah, Hit Row, they're not winning. Uh what's the Imperium? Mm, but I still don't see them winning either. Nah, I don't see anybody beating the Usos until WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, and the only two people you could think of beating them is if they finally go ahead and pull the trigger on this Sami Zayn split from the Bloodline. It's gonna be so. I'll wait till we talk about the trial. Um, <laughs> it's just gonna be good. There was no wrestling over the weekend that, that we pay attention to besides the Great Muda's last match was this week. I watched it today while I was on the elliptical. Um, mm-hmm. Besides it being really nostalgic, like, it wasn't that good. Like, it was him, Sting, and Darby Allen versus, like, some other guy I've never heard of. It's, like, 56 years old. Hakushi and some other dude. And, like, you know, none of them, they can all barely move. Like, Darby Allen and the other young guy, like, carried the match. And you pretty much knew what you were going to get with it. But it was in Japan. Sting hadn't wrestled over there in 20-something years. The Great Muda's last match, like, I don't know how many thousands of people it was in there, but it looked like the fucking Tokyo Dome when they showed the overhead shot of it. Um, so, it, you know, it's newsworthy because it's the Great Muda's last match. Like, he's he's done now. And... I know you said you didn't watch WCW coming up. I was I was a big NWA WCW guy, and I remember he showed up and was feuding with Sting, and like I wanted to like him, but he's always spitting that goddamn mist in my boy's face, so I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't rock with that. But I, I've always been a fan of the Great Mood, and when I went to MSG, he showed up for ROH, and that was like one of the coolest things. I was like I was like I'm in Madison Square Garden, the fucking Great Mood is here, <laughs> like. So that was dope, but congrats on him to a really good career. Like, he had one of the smoothest fucking elbow drops. Mm. It was like a snap elbow drop. Like, I'm trying to think. Somebody does a leg drop like that, but he would hit the ropes, and instead of jumping in the air, he would just fucking, as fast as he could, just fall down and drop you with an elbow. I don't know. It was He did a little shit that was really dope. Oh, It kind of reminds me of, Omega, but Omega does it as as like an exaggerated version of it. I was a big WCW fan, but Muda came before like I started watching really, and I know he's a legend. Hats off to him for a great career. Um, but I can't remember because WCW's roster was like two hundred people deep. Did he like <laughs> make rent? Did he make like random appearances in the mid nineties? Cause I think I might might have seen him on like Saturday night or something like that back in the day. He was uh he was in the NWO Japan. That's what I thought. Yeah, they had a Japan version of the NWO and he was in it. That's what I thought. So that's where like my knowledge of Great Muda comes from. I wasn't watching that he was doing the battles with Sting that you talked about in the early nineties. Yep. They had a tag team match in Japan with Sting and Muda versus the Steiner brothers, which was really good. Um he did a lot, man. IWGP champion. He he didn't win that shit until 2003 when, like, his main shit in America was, like, the early 90s. He didn't become 
IWGP World Champion until 03. That's that's what was crazy to me. I couldn't believe it. I also couldn't believe they were going down his stats and shit. He debuted in America. His first match was in like Tupelo, Mississippi or some shit like that. Maybe maybe not Tupelo, but it was in some podunk-ass town that the NWA used to run in. Like Greensboro, maybe. I'd have to look it up. Had this man's debut in somebody's gym. Yeah. He debuted in 89 somewhere in the south and then he debuted in japan like his japanese debut wasn't in, until 1990 then he went over there and honed his skills and when he came back he wanted beef with sting that's that's something i definitely have to do some homework on go back and watch some of his matches on the network yeah great Muda was uh he was him and sting feuding over the tv title back in the day was that was my intro to him and i was just like that was Kind of when I first started like getting hooked hooked with wrestling was back then when uh Sting had that little metal looking TV title that everybody had him and Great Mood feuded over it. Word. Monday Night Raw, Raw Thirty. Um, your boy led the show off. The motor races. <laughs> You see me arguing with this stupid motherfucker on Twitter today? Nah, I, I missed it. What happened? I, it was kind of last night. I was just like, nobody gives a fuck about Hogan's stupid. Matter of fact, I'm going to read you this cocksucker's tweet verbatim. And I want to make sure I'm not crazy. But, like, I ended up uh, muting the guy because I was just like, I, I don't have time for this. Like, I'm at work right now. And you're telling me everything you need to know by the shit you're saying. So I'm going to read you the tweet that I did from Boot to the Face. It says, and I quote, as soon as I get to it, nobody give a fuck about Hogan. He had to drop the Eagles just to get a pop. Put your hood back on and go burn a cross, bitch. That's what I said. That was my tweet. And some dude said, you're big mad. I said, I mean, yeah, he's racist. The guy said, because he doesn't want his daughter dating a black guy. That's an opinion. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> did you respond to that? I said, did he say black guy or did he use racial racial language? I don't think what you're thinking is the same. He said he was a racist himself, and you talking shit for him tells me all I need to know about you. So that was when I muted the guy. That's a and mic drop right there. You didn't need to say anything else after that. I, I hadn't. I muted him after that. And he said, uh, I have a black daughter, so obviously you don't know anything about me. You act like you couldn't go outside and hear the N-word daily, but it's okay when Vince said it on national TV. That's the thing that pisses me off. I ain't say nothing was okay. You just, this whataboutism shit? Like, we ain't talking about none of that. We're talking about Hogan's punk ass, and you're here defending him. Then he says, and we wouldn't even, this is my favorite one, we wouldn't even have known he said it if he wasn't secretly recorded in the privacy of his own, own home. Y'all get mad over nothing. That's deflecting, deflecting. <laughs> man himself he said i'm racist literally people, people will go to the depths of hell to defend this scumbag because he it's can do a leg drop per- it's only a small percentage though a lot of the people don't like him like he gets booed pretty much everywhere he goes like which like you said he had a cheap pop when he dropped the eagles <laughs> this motherfucker said i have a black daughter i'm sure you i feel bad for that little girl too and i'm telling what the fuck you call her I smell Cap anyway. He probably don't have no black daughter. He just wanted to argue with you. 
he said something about like this generation is stupid as hell or something like that. And I had a tweet typed up like, I'm probably older than you. You just look like shit. But I, I left it alone. <laughs> I left it alone. I, I don't have I don't have time to argue. Like some people are just being trolls and some people are just I, like I said, everything he told me in that tweet told me all I need to know about him. Like and it ain't worth my time anymore. But fuck Hogan and, and fuck that guy, too. I would say his name, but I've already closed my phone. Um, speaking of Twitter, we're doing a Royal Rumble pool. I think there's only like four spots left. So if you want to get in and you can hear this, you better jump in quickly. $10 will get you one random number in the men's and one random number in the women's. There's 30 slots. There's $10. That's $300. So that's $150 per rumble that one person's going to win. And the way we're going to do it, I got everybody's name down and how many squares they got. Like I, I put it at a maximum of two, two slots you could get. I'm just going to randomize it in my phone. Tell everybody what number they got. Say, EJ, you got number one. And Sonya Deville comes out number one and she wins. You win the money. Word. So. Better hop on it before all the spots are up. Yeah. So those those are always fun. When uh, Normally I watch Royal Rumble with my homie Joey. Uh, I forgot to text them and tell them. I was, why I got to text these motherfuckers every week and tell them I'm live? Um, normally I watch it with my boy Joey at his house and we'll all do a, uh, we'll all do a, a pool and shit like that. We would do that at my WrestleMania parties too, which were a lot of fun, but we would do a pool and it just makes the Royal Rumble more fun. Like you're cheering for the person that you want to win, obviously, but then you're cheering for the motherfucker that's going to win you money too. And so I got fucked one year because I can't remember how it went. Royal Randy Orton was supposed to come out and some kind of way him and Edge's shit flipped. I can't remember if Edge attacked him and came out first or something, but it was on TV and I ended up not winning because Edge was supposed to be my fucking number and he switched it. Wow. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's yeah, Rumble's right around the corner. Um, Back to Raw, though. Did you enjoy the, the 30... 30th anniversary I did it was uh it was not gonna lie I watched about an hour and a half of it and I finished the rest of it today the first hour was really good um that fucking trial of Sami Zayn and then fucking Jay coming to his defense I was like man these people are gonna be so mad when Jay turns on them because you know when they do turn on him, it's gonna be Jay that's really whooping his ass. <laughs> like he's gonna stop it. He's gonna stop him out. Jimmy might have to pull Jay off of him. Also, Jimmy's a little fucking turncoat. He wanted Jay to be cool with Sammy the whole time. And now that he is, Jimmy's like, Oh no. Did you ever ask him about why he keep lying to you and shit? Like now he instigating. I noticed that. All that rah rah stuff earlier in his handshake, now he instigating. I see what he's doing there. They ain't done the handshake in a while either. Uh-huh. You can tell. I like how they're like slowly but surely easing into the ultimate turn whenever they do it. Um, But yeah, I thought that was the best part of the show. That's pretty much the only part of the show I enjoyed. 
like you said, they started it off on the wrong foot with the Emoto races. You know what? It's, it smelled like a vent show to me. It was so formulaic. Dragging DX's old asses out there to do the same old stuff. Having JBL backstage with the same role Ron Simmons, Teddy Long. And then uh, the cage match. You didn't even have a cage match. I thought that was kind of yeah. disrespectful for the women. Not only that, I mean, there was no, like, legendary women there at all besides, like, Medusa playing cards backstage. That was really it. No Bella Twins, no Trish, no Alicia Fox, no fucking, no Lita, no no Beth Phoenix, no, where's Eve Torres at, you know? I know they're probably saving some of these people for the Rumble, but it's a fucking Raw 30. Like, you're celebrating 30 years of Monday Night Raw, and the biggest woman star you have you don't have enough time for her to do a fucking cage match, but you got enough time for Sonya Deville to wrestle. And let me tell you why, what I hated about that. Charlotte and Bianca out there talking shit. Sonya walks out and Charlotte says, won't you fight her? I ain't got time for. Her. And Bianca's like, fine, I'll beat her up. And it's like, why are you taking orders from Charlotte? You're fucking champion too. Like Charlotte don't get to boss you around. It ain't even her fucking show. She don't even go here. That's what I would tell her. Fuck you. But instead, she's just like, you go fight her. I ain't going to waste my time. And I turned that shit off. I was so mad at that. I'm so tired of the way they fucking, they do not know how to book Bianca Belair. Let's just get that out the way. They do not know how to book her. She's over despite booking. Uh, I can see that. But, I, I mean, she's out there beating people every week. And I feel like she had a... Which, how long she had the belt for now? Since, Since WrestleMania? WrestleMania, yeah. That doesn't mean it's booked well, EJ. Yeah, like I said again, for some reason it's hard for wrestling bookers to book good babyface runs. Then take the fucking title off. Let little fucking Twisted Bliss beat her. I don't even give a fuck anymore. At first I was like, ain't no way Alexa Bliss can beat Bianca Belair. Now I just... I'm ready to see something different. Because they don't know what to do with her. She's better without the title. She had her run I, as a champion. Let her fucking go back to chasing. I think they should do. They could do a better job of like putting roadblocks in front of her. I know they did the damage control, but I feel like they don't have like believable roadblocks. Yeah. I feel like you're right. Um, I didn't mind the legends. Uh, I don't. I don't. I never liked DX. Like they were never my thing. To me, they were just a cheap knockoff of the NWO. I think they're they're funny every now and then. Kurt Angle just fucking walking out with him, I thought was hilarious. Like, Kurt Angle's funny in general. And him just fucking walking out and being like, what are you doing? He's like, I always wanted to be in DX. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, none of them wanting to fight Gunther <laughs> was good and smart. Like, it made sense. If it was a Vince Book show, you know what would have happened? The Legends either would have beat up Gunther or... They would have got embarrassed. And instead, all the legends fucking walked away with all their dignity still last night. And they didn't beat up somebody 30 years younger than them. Um, I was a big DX fan back in the day. That's like the only time I actually really liked Triple H. When he could have a little bit of humor and not take himself too seriously as the cerebral assassin. And Triple H said, I'm retired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, I like that little segment there. I will say this, though. Raw 30, you know, you're celebrating 30 years. How Monday Night Raw 
wouldn't even be a thing anymore if it wasn't for Stone Cold and The Rock. And you didn't have a mention of either one of them. And you had Hulk Hogan, who wasn't even on Raw. He was a Nitro guy. Yeah. I mean, he was on Raw at the very, 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 very beginning briefly. And then when they came back in, like, the late 2000s. But you're right, like, even when he came back, though, he was on SmackDown for the most part. He was a SmackDown part. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's what I said. It smelled like a it smelled like a Vince show. I think Vince put that show. To be honest with you. Um, and look how it ended. Look how it ended with Brock. You know, Vince loves some Brock. Yeah, I just I'm. I was all about Brock and Lashley last year, but I've I've seen all I need to see of it. I know they they probably need to have a third match because Lashley won the first one, Brock won the second one, but. Unless they're just going to have Lashley beat the dog shit out of him again, which I'm fine with. You think the third match happens at the Chamber or Mania? I'm hoping Chamber. Please don't have this match happen at Mania. I mean, who else are you going to have either one of them fight at Mania, though? You know, you heard the rumblings of Gunther and Brock do something different. I don't want to see that. I'd like to see that. I'd rather see Gunther and Lashley. Well, him against either one, though. Him, Him chopping the shit out of either one. I don't see him and Brock being a good. Then again, Brock, Brock's better than we give him credit for. I know he has these matches with Roman and where they just beat the shit out of each other and like Goldberg. But when Brock gets in there with people that he can wrestle around with, he he's really good. So maybe him and Gunther would be a good a good match. Fantasy booking. How do you think they reform the hurt business? I feel like they might try to reform it around uh, Bobby getting his get back with uh, Lesnar. I don't know. I think they might form it and have them turn on Bobby, and he's not even in the fucking hurt business. They might just try to replace him with Omos. I don't want to see no hurt business with Omos as their leader. Yeah, I mean, I don't either, but I don't know. It's just it's something that they're dragging the fuck out of it, so something's going to happen, but who knows what it is. Um, I really think it's just, to me, it was just crazy that there was no rock and no... No Austin last night. I'm starting to think that Rock might not come back for Mania. I don't I, think I, he I saw, is. You know, they said that the rumor that he's not in ring shape. That could be a swerve, but I think because they, uh, you know, they changed the 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 first segment. It's supposed to be uh, the whole family coming out, and they changed it towards the trial. That's why I'm like, mm, maybe Rock doesn't come back. I I think I said it weeks ago when the vent shit happened, like. Now that Vince is back, I think Rock was like, I can't fucking, I got enough bad publicity with all this fucking Black Adam shit going on. Like, I can't be attached to Vince. Like, I'm the biggest fucking movie star in the world right now. I'll say this. If he doesn't come back at the Rumble, he ain't coming back. Well, we'll predict what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble when we come back from break. We got to take a short break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk Royal Rumble surprise entrance we might get to some nfl but i don't really give a fuck about it anymore uh we'll be right back stay tuned Drops, drop top, 
Smoking on cooking a hot pot, fucking on your bitch here, thot thot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, keep the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. <gasps> Beat the whole walls loose, then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these haters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Big rolls on me, keep me company. Welcome back, boot to the face, episode still reserved two eleven. EJ Reed, Chris Rucker, um, Royal Rumble is this Saturday. Royal Rumble is probably my favorite pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, I think it Even is. Even more so than Mania? Yeah, I think it is. Because it's just such a... It, like, kicks off Mania season. Mania's really, like, disappointing. Some, usually the the Rumble, like... It's fun all the way through. And then when somebody wins, you're like, fuck, I didn't want them to win. But you still have so much fun, like, going through it. Like, cheering for the people you want when they get eliminated. Like, like last year, Melina coming out. And Sasha, like, just tossing her ass over the top rope. Right then and there, like that's f- like the little surprises are fun. Um, when people last way longer than you think, when your people get eliminated real early, you're like, what the fuck? Usually, stuff that happens inside the Rumble like leads to WrestleMania matches. Yeah, I, I fucking love the Rumble. And now that they got two of them, the women's and the men's, like, I love it. Side note, what do you think about them? Maybe not having the women's rumble every year since they tried out the same part time as to like fill out half of it. Is that like something that's supposed to be happening or is that just you saying no. they shouldn't? I heard it somewhere just as a thought. I didn't hear any like rumors of it actually happening. I mean, they have more than 30 women on their roster. They don't need to bring out the same part time women. But they do. <laughs> not really. They got. Uh- they got 30 women on their roster. Well, maybe they should like pivot towards actually putting the people on their roster instead of yeah. having like all of these surprise interests like oh. Kelly. Do we really need to see Kelly Kelly in the Rumble again this year? I don't know. I don't mind it. It's, it's always a good fucking pop. It ain't like she's hard to look at. Yeah, but we know she's not going to win. Yeah, but she fucking comes out. She does a little fucking... Spinning hill kick, she falls down like three times, and somebody throws her over the ropes. Like it's a, it's a thing. You know who we don't need to see? Michelle McCool. Sorry, ass. That's who we don't need to see out there. Uh, I second that. Just awful. Now that Taker's gone, maybe she'll be fucking not come out there so much now. Hey. I could, I could, I could, I could see Layla coming though. I wouldn't mind seeing Layla again. Has Layla been back on TV since? Lay cool was gone and she's has she done a rumble thing? I don't think she has. I I don't really know too much about her. I've seen it like old Roz back in the day, here and there with her on it, or SmackDown, whatever brand she was on. Was she actually decent? Yeah, she's she was in the Diva Search. She was a Miami Heat dancer. And then she started learning how to wrestle. 
and then her and Michelle McCool formed Lay Cool. And I can't remember how the storyline went, but some kind of way they were both the women's champion, so they cut the fucking belt in half. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like the, the, that butterfly belt cut in half. I've seen that. Yeah, they cut the fucking belt in half. Um, Layla was okay. She was more popular just because, you know, she was hot. Kind of like most of the divas back then. You know? To bring Joy Giovanni back. Joy Riff- Giovanni back. Yeah. Have, Riff- they brought, have they brought Jacqueline back yet? Bring her back. Which Jacqueline? Uh, Mark Merrill, Jacqueline. Oh, she uh, she was in Impact and NWA and all that. She might be contractually obligated somewhere else. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting her confused with Jazz. I'm sorry. That's that's something only a white person would do. Mix up two black women. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Jackie since she uh since she went to the Hall of Fame. When she went to the Hall of Fame, though, she didn't look like she could wrestle anymore. Uh, might that was, be time for her to hang it up for good then. Yeah, that was four or five years ago. I was thinking you were talking about uh, Charlotte Haas's wife, Jackie. Jackie oh Gale. yeah, was she in Tough Enough? Yep, that's how that's how she got on there. Yeah. <laughs> so you remember? I don't know if you used to do this or not. We would record stuff on VHS, right? Mm-hmm. So my friend Brent, my best friend, lives in Vegas. He's at my house one night, and he had a tape. That he was going to show me something. I can't remember what it was supposed to be. But we were hanging out. And we're trying to find it. And we're fast forwarding it. And there's this old thing of Raw. And we're sitting there. And you know how when you fast forward stuff. You're just watching it. But it's going like 10 times fast. And I was like go back. And he's like what? This is not what we're looking for. I was like fucking go back. A random episode of Raw that he recorded. Jackie Gata's titties came out. And it was on TV. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what made it. She was standing outside the ring for something, and her shirt got caught, and her titties just came out, and they didn't bleep it out. And we both just looked at each other like, are you fucking seeing this? Are we high? So, yeah, that was, that was my only Jackie Gator I, I thought you were going to mention Jacqueline. With, I don't know if you got the Capital Carnage uh, VHS back in the day. It was like a London pay-per-view. It was random. They had them at, like, Blockbuster, like these random, like, London <laughs> Yeah, I know like, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like ten years old. It's like how the attitude there, and uh, she's on something. Somebody showed us. Yep, and they ripped <laughs> somebody ripped the top off. Them things were thinging. The ten year old me was too excited. I like I had to <laughs> shut shut the door in my room after that. That's door. the one part. Your mom never walks in the room when you're watching wrestling, but you're watching that part, and she's like, "What are you watching? You can't watch wrestling anymore." <laughs> yeah, I think everybody saw that VHS back in the day. Yeah, I remember it was like that when uh, when me and Leanne first started dating. I'd be watching like three-hour Monday Night Raw, and nothing like that would be happening. And as soon as the fucking cat fight would break out, and they'd wrestling around and pudding and shit like that, she'll walk out and be like, what are you watching? <laughs> Is that why you watch wrestling? <laughs> Grab the remote real quick. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> like, you don't understand. There was two hours and 53 minutes of just dudes on here a minute ago. Like, where you been? This ain't all it is. It's hilarious. Um, what's your favorite pay-per-view? I'm basic, man. Probably Mania. Yeah. Because you have so many uh, people that come back. Not so many people that come back, but, you know, they put the best matches on Mania. They, It's, the, it's their, like, uh, Super Bowl. So, yeah. you know, they're going to, you know, go all out for it. 
You always have one like novelty match in there, and it's a good mix of everything. Should be a holiday. I'm glad they put most of their big pay per views on Saturdays again, though. Like, I don't know why AEW switched to Sundays, but I'm digging the Saturday thing. Like, you can get drunk as you want to if that's your thing. You can party, you know. Um, I'm a big fan of like having. Obviously, me and my friends have all like kind of grown up a little bit more, so we're not all like we used to. But back in the day, we used to have these fucking pay per view parties, and then you have to go to school and go to work the next day. Now it's on fucking Saturday. These kids don't know how good they got it now. Like, y'all get to party and watch pay-per-views and shit like that and then not have to go to school or work the next day. But if I was still doing that, like a Saturday night party for the Rumble, actually, I'd, I'm not having one, but I'm going to one. I'm going to my buddy's house. Um, So that'll be fun. I'm, I'm really digging the Saturdays. Admire says his is Rumble Mania SummerSlam. That's about what order mine are in. I think SummerSlam's really underrated too. I think the vibe of the fucking summertime and and that's also the order that we went to fucking shows last year. At least I did. <laughs> I'll go Mania, SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series. Yeah, EJ, you didn't go to Mania last year. That would have been you'd have been you'd have done three of the Big Four last year. Ah, that's still on my bucket list. Mania, I still got to go to Mania. I've been there all. Uh, no, I haven't been to Survivor Series. Or Money in the Bank. I still now, got a lot of WWE pay-per-views to cross off, actually. Now that Mania's fucking two days, I think it's stupid. Like, I don't like yeah. it. Um, I think Money in the Bank has replaced Survivor Series as a big four. I don't I, know. I think Survivor Series back on the rise now that they're doing war games at it. I could have went to Survivor Series here in Atlanta years ago, but there was, like, a threat of, like, a, a bomb threat or some shit like that. Somebody's threatening to blow up the State Farm Arena that weekend, and WWE still ran it. That was the night that Roman beat, who did he win the title from? Him and Dean Ambrose wrestled in the finals when uh, Rollins got hurt, and Roman won the title and Sheamus cashed in on him. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Why? It was. I actually made a real, you know, it was a really good storyline, and I don't know if you remember this far back, but Roman won the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia that year, and they booed him out of the fucking building because they didn't want him to win. And this storyline was so good, he actually won the title back in Philadelphia on Monday Night Raw and got one of the biggest fucking pops he's probably ever got from winning. Vince was cheating for, against him. Sheamus was cheating with the fucking uh, the League of Nations with all these motherfuckers running around, Del Rio and Wade Barrett and Rusev. They're all trying to stop him from winning. It was, it was a really good storyline, actually. Yeah, I think that's right before I started watching the game. Mr. says, I watch Money in the Bank. I don't watch SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam was pretty good last year. I, what I do remember, I was I was pretty intoxicated <laughs> in that, uh, that suite with the FFP boys. Let's get the Royal Rumble, EJ. Let's do it. We got a couple matches we got to talk about before we predict the Rumble winners. You got the Pitch Black match presented to you by Mountain Dew. Sounds scary, right? Ooh. Bray Wyatt versus your boy, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Let me talk to you. (laughs) L.A. Knight's going to be big, right? Like, Yeah, as soon as they flip him uh, face. You already had the people uh, doing this chant, and he's a heel, so I think they got a chance of uh, making him a star. 
But can he keep up the momentum when he starts wrestling, not just talking? Yeah, he's always been. I like his Eli Drake stuff. He's always been solid in the ring. But they got to make sure they're careful and put him in a meaningful feud after this one. But as far as this match, man, I don't really care. And they they buried him on Raw with the Bray Wyatt and the Undertaker. So unless they uh, heat him up back on SmackDown, and this match doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Bray Wyatt's going to win. Um like you said, like this, this is where I'm gonna probably go to the bathroom because I'll I'll be I'll be drinking from Royal Rumble, so I'll probably have to go take a leak then. And what the hell is a pitch black match? Who the fuck knows? It's when they turn all the lights out because they don't want you to see how many people are going to the concession stands during it. Pretty much, this is where you go to the concessions and get the popcorn, yeah. get a beer. I wonder if people when you get back to your seat is over. I wonder if everybody else is getting sick of Bray Wyatt like I've been sick of him for like seven years now. I feel like it's split. I mean, he's had some stuff, good stuff here and there over seven years, but I, people, I feel like people are getting sick of you know, this uh, Uncle Howdy stuff. It's getting too long and drawn out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know what this pitch black match is going to be. Mountain Dew. It's a, it feels like a product placement. You think it's going to be cinematic? <laughs> no, they're gonna have fucking Mountain Dew bottles laying all around the ring and shit. Like one of them will get really tired and be like, "I'm so thirsty," and there'll be a bottle of fucking Mountain Dew right there, and they'll drink it and Hulk up and win the fucking match. That's how you really know Vince is back, man. Then they have like a this is like three years. Then they have like a Pizza Hut match or some bullshit. Like yeah, three years they, they've done some crazy shit, but the motherfuckers do. You know, Pete, hey, if Mountain Dew paid me, we'd have a fucking Pitch Black podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have that shit everywhere. Admar yeah, says uh, if it's sponsored by Mountain Dew, it'll be an old-fashioned trailer park throwdown. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, uh, then they have a what else? Then they have like a zombie match because they were promoting a movie or something. They, yeah, they yeah. Them. They were promoting that a uh, TV show that was out a couple years ago on USA Network, and this was during the COVID time too. So it's not like there was there was a. Uh, crowd there to watch it like it was in a performance center or whatever yeah I feel like it's gonna be something hokey like that the Johnny Knoxville match was actually pretty funny though him and Sami Zayn like I I shit on it going into it but watching it like I was laying in my hotel room just laughing my ass off while it was happening yeah uh, Sami Zayn turned chicken, chicken salad with that one yeah uh, Johnny Knoxville got a fucking action figure out of it too. Really? Yeah, he's got an action figure that comes with like the big ass rat trap and something else that comes with it. And you could put together the little midget, the little midget that was there. We man, we, is that his we name? man. Yeah, you collect like the set for that release, and it gives you the parts to put together. We man. Look at Johnny Knoxville capitalizing on his wrestling appearance. Yeah. Good for him. Um, you have Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. Huh? I feel like they should just take the title off Bianca. Have her to build something towards WrestleMania. I know I said that a minute ago, but I just I don't like the look of Alexa Bliss being like four foot eleven beating Bianca Belair. Well, have them tie something in with the stupid Bray Wyatt tie-in that they have. Make it 
Make her do some like black magic shit and take the title off her. Well, then why wouldn't like Montez come out and help Bianca? He, he don't, it's a long rat way. He don't have time to do all that. <laughs> he's one of the fastest motherfuckers in WWE. They like he's the Undertaker walking down there. That's a long, long rap. Where they at San Antonio to Alamo Dome? By the time she does <laughs> no, this her, is gonna be pump. a long walk. You imagine we're gonna have to watch sixty motherfuckers walk down that fucking ramp. It's gonna be five hours long. Didn't John Cena ride a breath walking down running down those one of those uh, WrestleMania or Royal Rumble aisles? I remember the Undertaker was in one, and they had to put him on like a floating fucking thing because he walked <laughs> so fucking slow. So he was like walking out there, and then it looks like he was just floating through. But they had him on like this little fucking cart. <laughs> so he wouldn't have to walk all the way down there. Like the old school WrestleMania where they had the ring, they were come down. <laughs> no, you couldn't see it. They had all the smoke and shit, so it looked like he was floating, but yeah. they really did it just because the motherfucker walked so slow. Yeah, he would he would have definitely blown an ACL with his old ass if he would have walked all the way down. I'ma pick Bianca to win. And I think I think she's gonna have a, a pretty big match at WrestleMania. Like, who do you put her against in WrestleMania, though? The winner of the Royal Rumble, which I'm going to tell you Ooh. who it is later. Okay, I see where you're going. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, it'd be cool if Alexa Bliss won just to switch it up, but I think Bianca's going to win. Yeah. Um, Is there another match besides Roman and KO? Just three matches and two Royal Rumbles? I think that's it. KO versus Roman. Roman's going to win. There's obviously going to be some shenanigans and shit like that, but KO's not getting the titles. You think the shenanigans happens with Sammy during this match, or you think the shenanigans happens in the Rumble? I think the Rumble and Elimination Chamber. I think Elimination Chamber is when they eliminate Sammy out of the fucking bloodline in Montreal. You talk about heat. Well, they, they are going to beat the dog shit out of him in Canada? Shit. They better. They Shit. They're going to be. That's going to be bad. I don't think Roman goes over clean in this match. What do you think? A solo appearance or something in this Royal Rumble? One on one match? Nah. I, I mean, they'll, they'll cheat, but I don't know how they're going to cheat. Maybe Paul cheats. Roman does win fair and square sometimes, though. I don't think he's going to win fair and square over KO just the way they're building this up because yeah. KO's still going to have to probably get more get back after this match. KO couldn't beat fucking Steve Austin's old ass. He can't beat Roman. That is true. But I remember uh, what two years ago at the Rumble, they had a knockdown drag out with the last man standing. So yeah. I feel I feel like it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a good match, but KO's gonna, he's going to lose. He's going to be looking at the lights. Ed oh, Myers is my... Lose. Edmire's bold prediction is The Rock comes out and calls out Roman after he wins. The Rock won't be in the Rumble. Huh. I would like that little spin on it. But then what's the point of somebody winning the Rumble? I mean, it's, he's got two belts. He's like, he's like here, here you go, Cody. Just fucking, you go fight somebody else for this. I'm going to fight The Rock. It's more important than you. I mean, Adam, what's his name? Adam Pierce. He's been splitting up the other titles. He might do a little twist. Yeah. He defended it on both nights, but yeah. I definitely think that's happening. I think I do think he's gonna split them up. Um so you got you got Roman winning? 
I do have Roman winning. All right, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble. Um, who you got? I'm between. You tell me who you got. Gigi Dolan's on TV. <laughs> I got uh, I got Rhea Ripley. I'm between Rhea been... and and Becky. The way they've been building Rhea up, she's been slamming dudes. Keep the momentum with her and Dom and the judgment they have. I see her facing Bianca. I don't see her facing Charlotte. Her and Charlotte already faced off of WrestleMania. I see her facing Bianca. Yeah. That's that's my pick to for WrestleMania is Rhea versus Bianca, but I, I'm I'm gonna go with Rhea, but I think Becky's got a good chance to win too. I don't see anybody else. Last year Charlotte was the fucking champion and she still entered the Royal Rumble. And she almost she was like the final two, wasn't she? Yeah. Bitch almost won. Ah, that was awful. I don't know who I did. It must have been a Shane McMahon idea. I'm so fucking sick of Charlotte already. <laughs> like, Me too. She's the Okay, you talk about Sonya Deville and Bianca Belair. The reason why they had to cut Becky and fucking Bailey's match out because they had to get Charlotte on TV with Ric Flair. Yeah, they should have just cut that the segment out altogether. They should just have Flair come out and say woo a couple times and take his ass to the back. Um. So yeah, I I got Rhea, but I think Becky Becky's definitely my second pick to win. And then uh, if Becky wins, who you have her face? You have her face against Bianca again, or you put her up against Charlotte? Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania—that's probably the biggest women's match they could do. Uh, have they been one on one at WrestleMania? I know they had the three year Ronda. They've never done it at WrestleMania before one on one. And I mean, if you think about it, like they've had some really good fucking matches in the past, and they could do it again, even though they don't like each other, like in real life. Even when they had all that shit happen last year at a uh, Survivor Series when they did that one on one match. That was still a really good fucking match, even though they, you know, they had all that backstage heat with each other. Um, I think they're, you know, they're professional enough to get by that and try to fucking steal the show at WrestleMania. So, yeah, I got Becky versus Charlotte and Bianca versus Rhea at Mania. Did did Becky already win the Rumble before? Yep. I know they do repeat winners, but how well... How about Bailey as a dark horse? Have her face, Charlotte. I'm over that. I'm over Bailey. I'm over Bailey. I have never thought I'd say that. Nothing about Bailey at WrestleMania does it for me. I feel like this heel turn, well, the initial heel turn when she was with Sasha was good. I feel like this one's been getting a little bit better. Hmm. I don't know. I just look like. You do Becky and Charlotte, it's two faces versus two faces. Unless they turn Charlotte again. I don't like Charlotte. I feel like she should be a heel. Charlotte she's ain't a, a face, though. Yeah. She definitely ain't going to be a face in that match. Whether she's a face or not, people are going to boot the shit out of her going against Becky. Yeah. Uh, my number one pick is Rhea to win it, though. I yeah. Know. I think Rhea's going to win. Any surprise entrants? I feel like we've seen them all, like, yeah. Who did you really get as a surprise? I'm trying to think maybe somebody in WCW that we may have forgotten about. Bring back Tori Wilson. How about that surprise? Tori Wilson's been back a few times. Well, she has? Yeah. Bring back Stacey Keeba. Stacey Keeba's done with wrestling. She was married to George Clooney for a little while. She ain't got time for this shit. I wonder what well, she's doing now. 
being rich. I don't know. I think she had kids, her and George Clooney, right? She didn't. No, they didn't get married. I mean, they, they were together. I don't think they got married. George Clooney's married to that, like, uh, popular attorney woman. Maybe she fucking had kids with the next person she was with. For some reason, I'm thinking Stacey Cuba had kids, but I, I could be, I could just be giving this motherfucker family she don't even have. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look up Stacey Kubler later, though. Find out what she's doing with her life now. <laughs> That's what you'll be doing, huh? She's probably got a fucking OnlyFans or some shit. <laughs> uh, bring back Sable, then. Brock will be there. They're not together anymore. They're not? Not that I, I, I swore Brock was, like, dating some other chick now. Wow, damn. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Goes to show how much I pay attention. Um... I think Mickey's going to be in it again. That'd be dope. Yeah, and they just shouldn't promote it this time. It's just let it happen, but you still won't get as big a pop as you would have last year if they wouldn't have promoted it and they just would have played her fucking music. They missed the boat again. Uh, What about Mercedes? That ain't happening. You don't think she'd come out not signing a contract with WWE, but just fucking uh, Mercedes Vernero, Mercedes Monet. I'm sorry. You don't think she'd come back as that persona and just do a one-off with WWE? I don't think she steps in anybody's ring to wrestle until she does that New Japan show. Hmm. Admire says Stacey Keebler had kids with the guy after George Clooney. Yeah. George, how it works. George Clooney is the good luck Chuck. It's usually how it works, though, right? <laughs> People are together for years and years and years, and then as soon as they get with the next person, they get married and have kids, like, right away. That's how it usually works out. Uh, men's Royal Rumble. This one is difficult. Yeah. I don't think Cody's going to win. Really? What's your reasoning behind that? I think a heel has to win because if anybody wins, it's not Sami Zayn. They're going to get shit on. And I think, I think, remember when fucking Batista won and they wanted Daniel Bryan to win? That's what's going to happen to Cody. If he comes back and wins and Sami Zayn doesn't win, they're going to destroy Cody. Him and his little corny ass workout videos. That's what WWE gets for pigeonholing Sammy in this situation. Uh, Don't put Sammy in the Rumble, then. Who the fuck is Young Gravy? That's a rapper. He ain't gonna be in the fucking Royal Rumble. Yeah. Admire says Cody wins, and the surprise entrance will be Young Gravy. Um, I I see what he wrote, but I chose to ignore it. <laughs> I'm trying to be interactive here, EJ. Uh, I think Seth is gonna win. I think Seth will win the Rumble, and I think which he's already won. Uh, now Cody's gonna win. Cody's gonna fucking win. God damn it! But he's not gonna fight Roman. He's gonna fight Seth. Seth is gonna win Elimination Chamber. And they're going to fight at Mania for the WWE title when Roman gets stripped of it. 
if you put Sammy in the Royal Rumble, you better eliminate him early. Because like you said, the crowd is going to revolt over the winner, which is most likely going to be a face. Uh, what about the whole Dwayne Johnson cloud looming over this whole event? He ain't coming. I think Stone Cold might be in it, though. I don't think Stone Cold will make it to the ring. I don't know. You ain't seen his workout videos on Instagram? Those Stone Cold's knees. ripped right now. That's what I heard. But uh, He's I, way I, more I, in shape than I am. I can tell you that much. Like, the fucking calisthenics he be doing, his little, uh, his little trailer that he pulls around everywhere. He does like little 60 minute full body workouts. I'm like, I don't think I can do that shit. It definitely seems like he's gearing up for maybe another WrestleMania match. But um, yeah, I got Cody as my number one pick to win it. Then Sammy. I still got Sammy maybe accidentally winning it. And still saving hope that The Rock might come out. He'd be my third choice to maybe win it. I kind of like Ed Meyer's idea. Don't even have the rock in the rumble. Have him just come out and fucking stare down. But I, if he was coming, I don't think the rock's coming. I don't think the rock's going to be involved in wrestling this year. I don't think as so long either. as Vince is around, I don't think the rock's going to touch that shit. Like you said, if Sammy's in, I don't think they're going to like, even if it's a heel that wins it, I think whoever wins it, if it's not Sammy's going to get booed. Yeah. I, honestly, they shouldn't even put Sammy in the match, but he's got to be in it because he doesn't have another match. Uh, and Roman told him, I don't want to see you until the Royal Rumble. We got business then. I don't I don't, I don't think that Cody would have got booed if they wouldn't have telegraphed his return. If they would have made it a surprise, I think he could have overcame Sammy being eliminated. If it was a surprise, if they, wouldn't, they had him out of sight, out of mind for the past four or five months. WWE kind of put themselves in this situation, so we'll see how it plays out, though. I want Jay Uso to win. That'd be dope. That'd be a nice dark horse. I think they're saving that a little bit further down the line, maybe a SummerSlam or something like that. I think I told you I was back watching the like start of the bloodline, mm-hmm. and just him versus Roman was so fucking good. Just so good. Yeah, they had some banger. Didn't they have the Hell in a Cell match. Hell in the Cell, they had a I Quit match. I know the Hell in the Cell match was an I Quit match. They had I Quit in the Hell in the Cell. And then they had the match before that. But just like the storyline also leading up to it. And then the storyline after. When he became the fucking right-hand man. They've done a good job overall. They had like a little bit of a low like before Sammy got in it. But like you said on on Discord, it's probably one of the best storylines in the history of wrestling. Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It's just so much shit intertwined in it. So many people involved in it. Not just the group, but like even the people they beef with. Like you forget about some of the people that they fucking beef with, like Edge and Rey Mysterio and Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, The New Day. Like so many people have been in and out of this bloodline storyline. And it's just keep on fucking plugging along. The, the Undertaker's not getting in the Royal Rumble. He wouldn't be able to get in the ring, and so he would win. Because there's no way his old wreck, rackety ass could go over the top rope without breaking something. He barely got in the ring. He barely turned his fucking motorcycle back on last night. <laughs> you, saw, you, 
You saw, you saw him having problems getting off the motherfucker. <laughs> he, he, couldn't, he couldn't even get the fucking kickstand kicked up right. I had to take in the Royal Rumble. That was a good one. The American Badass is better than the Dead Man, though. I agree. I was a, that was a little bit of a shock. Yeah. That was a good way to put a twist on it. Yeah, because when that gong hit, I was like, God damn it. This segment's going to be on until like 10, 15. Because <laughs> it's going to take him forever to get to the ring. But luckily, he was riding a motorcycle. But he was riding slow as fuck, and then he couldn't get off of it. Um. So you got, <laughs> one more time, you got who? Winning the rumble? I got I got Cody. I think I ended up with going with Cody. And then I, I don't got, see Seth winning it. I know you mentioned Seth. I don't see Seth winning it. I got Seth as my second. I hope I hope they go all these rumors and speculation and shit, I hope like Lashley fucking wins. Like I hope it's something that nobody sees coming. I I wouldn't mind Lashley winning it. I think the punk ass fans wouldn't like it, but I'm I don't know. I think I think they get behind once they once they realize that the rock ain't coming. And this is the thing I hate about uh all the internet stuff. You hear somebody's supposed to be there, and then people take that as fact, and then when it doesn't happen, they shit on everything else. And it's like Yeah, the card's subject to change, but nobody told you that's what the fucking card was. You just heard that was a rumor. Like you can't get mad that somebody that was rumored to show up doesn't fucking show up, so you shit on everything else. I think once they get over it, and they say, well, fuck, Lashley could probably beat Roman. We're tired of seeing Roman with both these fucking belts. And Lashley's over. He is. That's all, That's the IWC neckbeards for you, though. Yeah. Um... Admire's asking about the pot with the unknown entrance. So you don't have a name, Admire, right? There's there's 30 entrants. So I'm going to put everybody's name in a little randomizer. And everybody's going to get a number from 1 to 30. So Admire, if you get number 3 and the Undertaker shows up, that's your guy. If he wins, you win. And then if you bought two of them and you get number 17 and fucking Henry O'Godwin shows up, now you got the Undertaker and Henry O. Godwin. Those are your guys. Um, so you're cheering for random fucking people that you don't know. I always get the most ridiculous fucking. I think I had Hornswoggle one year. Like, God damn it. What a waste of money. <laughs> you really pick Hornswoggle? I didn't pick him. He came out on my number. Well, I mean, that's who, that's who you drew. <laughs> yeah, I had Hornswoggle. That's hilarious. Admire said he hoped he got... Didn't Bad Bunny make it to like the last four last year? Him and Shane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who won last year? I know Ronda won Brock. the women. Remember Brock? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was I was pretty liquored up by then. <laughs> Boy, you were. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, Brock won it. Because remember he, remember he lost the title to Lashley? Yeah, he lost the title earlier in night to Lashley, and then he... So did they not have a number thirty? Brock just or did Brock beat somebody up backstage? Like they only had twenty nine fucking people. That I never understood that number thirty shows up from somebody that was there earlier that wasn't advertised. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if you made sense of it, that means he would have to beat somebody up because he was already in a match earlier. I miss the days where they uh. 
Remember they used to have that little lottery machine and people would get their numbers throughout the show. And then like the million dollar man would try to buy people's numbers from him. And uh, Eddie Guerrero stole somebody's number one year because <laughs> he was number one and they had like number 30. So he swapped the fucking numbers. Uh, they used to do some cool shit with the the stuff leading up to the Rumble. But yeah, they would after every little match or like on the pre-show, they would go and they would roll the fucking thing. And then you draw your number out, and some people would tell you what their number is, and some people wouldn't. I remember when they did that. Ted did awesome. They did some of that during like the ruthless aggression era. I remember. Yeah, some of they should have honestly. They should have been doing it on like Raw and SmackDown leading up to it. I feel like they haven't promoted the Royal Rumble at all. Like besides, yeah, just, it's kind of creeping up on us. Yeah, creeping up. It's fucking Saturday. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't really see any. I saw. Uh, Actually, I did see something. It was uh, one of the, the divisional games. They had like a Peacock advertisement. It was an NBC game. I'm it talking about on wrestling, though. Like, nobody's come out and got in the ring and said, I'm going to win the fucking Royal Rumble and I'm going to WrestleMania. You know? Normally, you have a motherfucker come out and make this decree a couple times. you like, that nigga ain't winning. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, nobody said that. Only person said it is Cody in his little video. He's like, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. That's it. They've been doing, like, the little backstage vignettes. That's about it. But like you said, they haven't been coming out in the ring and declaring it. I tell you what, for all the fucking people that were mad about the women not being on Raw last night, they should watch NXT. I feel like every time I look at the TV, it's women on TV. Like Alexa. Alexa. Uh, what's her name? Lopez? Electra. Electra Lopez. I've seen her, like, three times in the past ten minutes. She just had a match. She had a backstage thing. She had a match. And now she had another backstage thing. And now they got their little Twitch streaming girl on there. Have you seen her? Yeah, the one from she's from London or U, NXT UK. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her little... I feel like her headphones she, need those little fucking ears on them, though. Yeah, like the cat ears? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good that they're letting the woman shine. Yeah, they had a... They had a... T- a they had a tag match with women on there. They had a one-on-one match. And then Gigi Dolan had a backstage interview. And then you had the... I'm not telling you any spoilers. I'm just, like, telling you the people that have been on the show. Um, what's the chicken chase you? The little chick just got out of high school. The one that had too much Red Bull for her breakfast. Uh, I can't remember her name. She was on there with somebody. They were doing some kind of program. Thea, 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 something. Yeah. I tell you what, I... I this is going to be perverted, but I remember when she first came on the show, I was like, damn. And then she was like, I'm just graduating high school. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, no. <laughs> like, literally, she's like 18. <laughs> she looks older for it. Like, usually when they're 18, they usually have, like, the baby faces. No, she looks like she's about 30. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I'm not saying she looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, but, yeah, the women have been all. Uh, Indy Hartwell had a match. Her and uh, the blonde chick. Oh, maybe they'll have some uh, NXT call-ups. Not call-up, but like a surprise entrance. Yeah, that's what I was saying when you were saying they always bring back the women. I'm like, they got a whole fucking NXT roster that could have people come up. Do Toxic and do uh, Roxy. Electra Lopez three, would be three's good. enough. Yeah, I think, I think you do about five of them. Yeah, maybe have uh, what's the tag team? Casey and I always forget their names. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Katana Chancellor, uh, what's her name? What happened to uh? I can't think of her name to save my life. The black the black girl they had on NXT. She had her own like TV show. Uh, uh Last Legend. Legend, <laughs> yeah. What happened to Legend? I mean, she did she get pretty, hurt or she got released? She, she probably might have sent her to do some ring work. She wasn't all that in the ring. She wasn't good in the ring. I remember she was fucking hilarious on those vignettes though. Oh, oh those were hilarious. They had me rolling. Yeah. That remind me. That took me back to like the street profit days when they would be doing like the, they'd be sitting backstage like fucking around with the solo cups and stuff. Like, what are these motherfuckers doing? And they turn out to be the street profits. Um, I guess we're gonna skip power rankings and shit like that this week. Um, you got any predictions on championship games this week? Or you like me? You just like I hope they all lose. Ah, uh, I'll, I'll take the. The, I mean the Eagles, man. I hate the Eagles, especially the, with division rivalries with the Cowboys. But man, for some reason the 49er fan base is so smug, and they're like, as far as like franchise, I mean like storybook franchises go, uh, the 49ers are like bandwagon. I used to live in Santa Clara for like almost three years, and when they were terrible, like the arena would be like half full. Yeah, it's so so I kind. As much as I hate to say it, I wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles win over the 49ers just because the Cowboys just lost to them too. And if if the 49ers were to somehow win that and win the Super Bowl, that put them put them one more Super Bowl ahead of the Cowboys. And Eagles only got one, so. But I'm going for the AFC overall because fuck both of those teams, the Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah, I you know when not the Cowboys are out, like I'm not one of those people that. I'm like, well, fuck, the Eagles can't win now because they're in the same division. Like, yeah, I don't like them. I also don't like the 49ers. Like, I think they're a bunch of fucking, like, the shit they were doing before the game. I think they got away with a whole lot of shit during the game. But I don't give a f- Like, I think they got cool-looking uniforms. They'll look cool in the Super Bowl. The Eagles uniforms are trash. Um, the Eagles as an organization are trash. They're a really good football team, though. So I think the 49ers are going to win that one. And I think the 49ers are going to beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. You said the 49ers over the Bengals? Yeah. I got Bengals over the Eagles. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals win. That'd be cool. Um, I like Joe Burrow, but he'll be a heel pretty soon. Like Everybody's on his nuts now, but if he keeps up this fucking arrogant-ass attitude he's got now, and then actually wins the Super Bowl, all of a sudden, they better. I'm calling racism. You imagine Cam Newton acting like fucking Joe Burrow does? Uh, you know, if they want to let Cam get... I mean, you know, they'll let Joe Burrow go get away with it and not let somebody like Cam. Or like Even if like Lamar Jackson was acting like that, you know, they'd be all up in arms. Lamar Jackson couldn't act like that because he can't throw the fucking ball. Hey, he's a better passer than people give him credit for. Lamar Jackson sucks. He doesn't suck. He's just not good. MVP, but so does Cam. And people used to always criticize Cam. I liked Cam. I don't. I think Lamar Jackson got figured out after his MVP year. I think people realize like, quit. I mean, you can only not let him run so much, but back up and make him throw. Uh, but yeah, I got the 49ers winning this week, and I got Cincinnati winning this week. Um, yeah, that's about it. 
I'm not picking anybody in the Pro Bowl because it's just a fucking flag football game. Literally. I'm curious to see how, how they actually do it, though. Yeah. Well, shit, if you ain't got anything else, EJ, we'll get up out of here. Um, you got any shout-outs or anything you want to give to people? Oh, before we go, though, uh, last week the news of Jay Briscoe broke out like kind of uh, during the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. during the show, and we didn't really get to touch on it a lot. And uh, it's just a heartbreaking story overall. And heart goes out to his family, and his little daughter's got severely injured in it, too. So you hate to see that happen. Yeah, I saw the reports this week that said that the daughter was gaining feelings back in her legs now, so that's good. Um, I th- that does like I saw a picture floating around with like the kid and the mom, and it's just like ugh. Like as you imagine, you wake up, you fucking can't move or whatever, and your dad's dead. That's just a nightmare overall. Yeah, and just, then with. Mark Briscoe, his brother, his tag team, and then his business partner as well. Like it's just a heartbreaking story overall. And um, I didn't watch a lot of ROH, so most of my knowledge of the Briscoes came over the past few years or so. I mean, they had the Impact run, so that was good. And yeah, just rest in peace to him. And um, you know, they, I'm not going to get into it. They had a controversy in the past, or like ten years or so ago. But from what I've been reading. He apologizes for it and he's been put he put the work in to make up for it and it's just it's just unfortunate that they didn't get a chance in the in the big leagues quote unquote yeah didn't get to see them with wwe or AEW. yeah there's plenty um people in wrestling that have come out that have vouched for him being way more accepting than the shit he said back then um Including like people in the LGBTQ plus community that are in wrestling. Um, it's it's funny. They had the Briscoes. They got one of the most like. <laughs> Edmar, you would love the Briscoes. They got one of the most like just hardcore, like not giving a fuck attitudes on screen. But there's a lot of videos going around lately where it's just like you would never even fucking recognize that dude. When he's not on screen. Um, so it was a lot of people that, you know, obviously have been pouring out how much they loved him and how good of a person he was. But besides the wrestling shit, man, like you said, that sucks. The guy had a family. His family's like destroyed, not destroyed, but just like their their life is way different now than it was like a week ago. Um, and then it was it came out that Tony Khan tweeted that his brother is going to wrestle Jay Lethal, who was like one of their best friends on TV tomorrow for the memorial match. So all y'all get ready to cry. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Like I said, once again, condolences to his family. And rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Yep. Uh, on that note, we will get up out of here. Again, you got any shout outs? Give them now. If not, I will hit the music button and we will throw it out. Once again, shout out to all the listeners and everybody listening to the future on the podcast. We appreciate you. Shout out to the chat. Admire being active tonight. Um, Enjoy the Royal Rumble this weekend, everybody. Until next time, I'm Rucker for EJ. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 211. Peace! Later.
the crew of the year that you're loving to hate If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit 